Welcome back, everyone. We are The Three Podcasts. And today is August 25th, 2020, when I am recording the intro for episode seven. Now, episode seven is a bit different, even special, than our previous episodes. And for anyone that has been with us from the beginning or is new, a little backstory on how the three podcasts actually got started was that COVID-19 happened. We scrapped all of the scripts we had and we really just dived head first into this podcasting thing. And none of us, you know, none of us really had any experience with uh, being in front of a mic or with podcasting or being live or being recorded or anything like that. So it was really like the last six episodes have been really just an experiment. You know, so we were figuring out how do we create episodes? You know, what's our flow like? How do we script? You know, all those technical things that come along with managing and producing a podcast. And through the those last six episodes, you know, we really have gained some experience from it. And with episode seven, we really just wanted to shake things up a bit. And we just like break from this normal format and we're trying something new. So what you're going to be listening to is actually a on the fly conversation between the three of us, where we just decided to hit record on zoom, and you know, basically see what would happen. And what you're going to be listening to is the result. So without further ado, the conversation you're going to be dropped into is Mama Lisa talking about um, Donald Trump. So take a listen, and we hope you enjoy. So yeah, but again, it's like, okay, so how do you like, how do you talk about things so people can begin? And I think that's really important. Um, and that's where that idea of challenging the status quo, because that really is the status quo. People are like, oh, it's just, it's Trump. People are picking on him. You know, he says these things. He doesn't mean these things. He's just joking. No, doesn't sound like a joke to me when federal agents are showing up in fucking Portland, pulling people off the streets. That doesn't seem like a joke or the kids in cages. That's not a joke. And, and, and the, the weird part was, the funny part as I'm thinking about this, oh, it was really funny, but like if he would have only ever done one of those things, there would have been outrage. But because he does so much constantly, it's like. People are numb to it. They expect it. It's like, oh, mm -hmm. yep, that sounds it's about Trump. right. It's Trump. What do you expect? I mean, I mean, honestly, I think even in like, I think we like, I think that's even come out of our mouths at times where we said like, Trump did this ridiculous thing or said this ridiculous thing and we're like oh of course yeah he did it and then we just you know now it's not like the big stuff but well, it's still right. like an attitude that and it's like and I think some of that too is like you know what the fuck what the fuck can we do the, I mean like the difference is though with us though is that we are actually speaking out against what he does but it is kind of like you see we see the patterns and we see the behavior so when it comes up again we're like yeah that's that's exactly what he would do like I can at this point plan out most likely what he's going to do 
mm-hmm. almost to a T. Like I saw that Michelle Obama uh, at the Democratic convention last night. I saw bits yep. and pieces of it. Was I was good. watching some of it. And I was like, yep, Trump's fucking going to say shit about it. And what's the fuck on the goddamn news the next time when I turn on Facebook? A whole slew of bullshit from Trump. And I was like, called it because he doesn't have any other fucking tricks. Like, you know exactly who he is, what he's about, what he's going to do. He is a one trick pony and you know he's going to get his feelings hurt and then he's going to have a tantrum. Unfortunately, when a 72-year-old man who's the president of the United States has a tantrum, um, it doesn't end well. No. The rest like, of the world is laughing at us right now. Oh, they just, they're, they're appalled. They're absolutely appalled at what. Oh yeah. We're laughing stock. We're a laughing stock. You know? And, and it's like, um, like another one is like, I, I'm, I'm going to like surmise here that putting DeJoy in charge of the post office was a tantrum. Mm, probably. What I do mean, you mean, I mean, I think I know what you're saying. Can you say that a different? Well, okay. I mean, look, and this is just a like theory. A theory. I mean, all the states are have been pushing for mail-in voting because of the pandemic, right? While yeah. Trump doesn't want to acknowledge the pandemic. I mean, right. he has here and there, but he doesn't want to do anything to stop it. No. Um, like nationwide to actually put anything in place. So he's like, yeah, right. just let, him, let people die, right? Well, now the election's coming up and all the states are pushing for mail-in voting. Mm-hmm. And Trump's like starting to lose his shit because he's not doing good in the polls, mm-hmm. Right. Yep. And Biden, you know, I mean, everybody, everybody is like saying, no, we have to have mail-in voting across the board. And it's, I mean, it was already in process to close up, close polling places in the, in the poorer areas, especially down yep. south. Um, so like taking away those voting rights. So then like suddenly now we have DeJoy, who was one of the biggest, um, um what do you call it like he supported trump like millions of dollars like uh he's a crony yeah he's one of the biggest funders of trump that's it yeah those yeah the funders and so he puts DeJoy in charge of the post office and what does he go do he goes and he guts the the um the people at the top he stops over time which we're going to need to process all the fucking votes, mm-hmm. mail-in votes. He's been, he took out, and I read this this morning, the high-speed sorting machines. New York, um, Philadelphia, um, like all up the East Coast. That's all our huge Democratic pools, too. Yes. And and took took out mailboxes. I know he said today. I got a notice on the New York Times that he said that he is going to be stopping what he already started, but he's not going back and fixing anything. No. Well, they're suing. The, they're suing his ass. 
ACLU has 400 lawsuits against the Trump administration. 400. Um, Congress is coming back into session early to address this shit. I know the House is. I know the House is. What about the Senate? I don't know. I haven't heard. I haven't heard yet because they were talking to Mitch McConnell. That was a couple days ago. Um, They were talking with Mitch McConnell to bring back the Republicans. I'm sorry, but we're in the middle of a fucking pandemic. People are dying. There's an, a potential constitutional crisis starting with our election. And, they were and they're taking vacation. Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah, nope, nobody else is taking vacation. I'm sorry. Like, everybody else is like, no, it's no. No, you don't get vacation right now. I can understand, like, three days. But three weeks? Like, go fuck yourselves. We don't yeah, get don't work that hard. I'm sorry. We do not get three weeks of fucking vacation. But they get it, but they get it multiple times a year. They make they make two hundred thousand dollars a year to bicker weeks <laughs> off at a time to do whatever the fuck they want. They get some of the best health and dental care in the country. I mean, look, I don't, I don't mind that, okay, because they're running the country. I mean, I get it. Right now, right now, going on fucking vacation. That pit, that that just is like it's that thing. No, no, this is an emergency. This is an ongoing emergency. And if you know what, you know, if they actually got things sorted the fuck out, fine, let them take their fucking then vacation. But home. they didn't. But they not didn't until get that. They didn't get anything figured the fuck out. No. They left they left it in a in a way that the only the only thing we've had is an executive order by Trump to extend the $300 a month, but the problem is is that that funding's going to run out. And for Pennsylvania, they said it's only going to last about 5 weeks. Yep, my boyfriend's dad uh because they cut that 300 extra, like, he is actually, look, he's lucky he has a pension. Luckily, he has a pension. He's over 65. He was going to retire next year, but he's thinking of retiring this year because he was literally getting $600. He lives in Harlem in fucking New York City. You cannot live off of that money. That is not livable. I'm just like, thank, I mean, thank God he's okay. Like, he, luckily, but no, not everybody is lucky like that. Um, and we're well, going to have a huge fucking wave of evictions if people don't fucking start doing something, aka our fucking administration. Like, where are all these homeless people going to fucking go? Nowhere. Like, they're literally going to take, it's going to be like Hoover, the Hoovervilles, like, if nobody does anything. They have nowhere, there is nowhere to go. They're, ev- I mean, they're evicting single moms with kids. Like, it's dirty like it is corrupt and dirty and it's wrong it's just and they're on vacation yeah and and they get to go home to their their families and their comfy rich houses with their fucking money and their health insurance while everyone else fucking suffers that's really the part that fucking ticks me the fuck off yeah and that and that's what i was saying about the money and the health care and shit they don't have to worry about any of the shit that we basic people do have to deal with 
Like they don't have to, cause they have all that shit taken care of for them. And then they get these long ass vacations and they get to do whatever the fuck, who, who knows what the fuck they're doing? Probably out golfing most of them, like they're, like they're Lord and savior, but it's like, well, okay. Look, <laughs> to bring it back around, to bring it back around to racism or racial, uh, racial gaslighting. You don't do it as well as I do. I know because I forgot to say the the. I forgot to. I I couldn't think of the word. And I think like all of these pieces, all these all these pieces is the big picture. It 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 it. it, it, it it adds up to the big picture of what the Trump administration's legacy is going to be. Right. Okay. But what I, what I, what I want, what I, what I want to like kind of bring us back down get our feet on the ground here. Um, something that I saw on Facebook and it was a very similar rant was about Michelle Obama. And that she has, you know, big, beautiful home and this and that. And she has all these things and blah, 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 blah. And yeah, she can get up there and say all that stuff. Um, but that woman worked her ass off to get to where she is. Mm -hmm. And she's doing something with it. I don't mind AOC bringing in all that money and getting vacation and all none of it i don't mind that because of the work that she's doing because of those benefits she can do the work that she's doing mm -hmm. yeah okay now is it shitty that they went on vacation yeah i think so like maybe take a few days off and come back. And I mean, that's what Pelosi's doing. I mean, she's bringing them all back. She's like, get your asses back here. <laughs> um, you know, so, and I know people bitch about Pelosi, but like, look. Yeah, I know. What she's had to probably, I can't even fucking imagine what that woman's had to deal with. And I'm sure it's hardened her. Yeah. Is she a bitch? Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. absolutely but she keeps him the fucking line i will also say that at least in my head how kind of like i was thinking about it i'm more ticked off at the mostly republican senators who are just not well republic the republicans in general the ones who are fighting so hard against the against the normal working class person and they don't have to like i mean we got aoc we got uh bernie sanders like they're working hard for the people right and in that case yes like let let them have that and you know what everybody needs a fucking break but okay especially them. So, so again let's let's kind of bring this down and you can you can be irate and you can you know do all your moral superiority stuff, okay? 
but let's let's like take let's lift the covers and take a look what you're actually looking at is a is a belief structure mm-hmm. what those those older white men literally what was passed on to them and unless right. they've stopped and questioned it like Mitt Romney or yeah. some of the other people who are now I mean the Republicans are fucking jumping ship they're like no fucking way I'm not voting for Trump and a lot of them are are supporting Biden which I think is is awesome I did yeah. read that article when you said so it's like look god bless anybody in government i mean that has to be one one hell of a a battle every single day (laughs) i'm just thinking i'm just thinking of the song from hamilton the when the king says at the end of the song good luck (laughs) he's like oh you really want to rule on your own you Mm want to see how fucking hard it is motherfuckers like yeah. how much work it actually takes to run a damn country and well, he was, he it was, was. Right and and washington like washington said you know it's it's easy to what does it say it's easy to fight but it's a lot harder to govern yes yeah because like it, it and it's like i can't you have to actually look out beyond yourself right to that legacy aspect the thing right. that's gonna stick around and stay because i'm i am of the mindset it's not so much that I mind that they get paid what they get paid or they have vacation. It's the discrepancy between the, the, the middle yes. to lower classes that are, that they're not actually holding, they're not actually holding corporations accountable or billionaires, millionaires, whatever. Exactly. Yes. That, need, that has to change. That's, yes. and that has got to change. Right. But they are of the system and of the old paradigm. Right. As we're, now call it because it makes sense and it's like it just like this old paradigm of like you know uh pull yourself up by your bootstraps and winner takes all um throughout any other ideas but it all falls under that like you Mm -hmm. you know you snooze you lose you know too bad for you you know you did this to your all to yourself but it's like no there's actually a structure that people actually have to function in and at the end of the day the problem is the structure the yeah. structure allows for these things to continue, yep. continue. Yep. the structure allowed for trump to get elected the structure is what created trump yep absolutely those things created trump he is he is just the result or the symptom of the system because at the yes. end of the day, and I think the, 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 the best example to, to look at how to handle a lot of what's happening in America, because there's a lot of violence and infighting and division is look at South Africa with the apartheid and how Nelson Mandela talked about it, where he talked about that it's the system, not the people. The people are just in the system, using the system to their benefit, and you can't like get mad at them or like you know call them villains or like they have this whole conspiracy bullshit, whatever. No, they are using the system that's in place, and so they are victims of the system. Yep. And that's the only way they got out of the apartheid without causing a goddamn bloodbath. Mm-hmm. Really. Yep. And it's the best way to look at it. And it also helps to not, and, and, and if you can take it down those notches and start looking at that, and it, 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 it helps, it also helps so you don't get, get caught in that, that anger and that angst and all that kind of stuff. 
I mean, it's fun to vent, but it's also, it's also really good to, to keep our feet on the ground and really, and actually address what's, address reality. Okay. That's reality. And you have this old paradigm that is, is, is crumbling as we speak, it's being chipped away. Um, and I mean, it's fascinating to actually look at Trump has, Trump has actually initiated that destruction. He has. Because of, yeah. He's on display of all the bullshit that those people at the top didn't think nobody was going to fucking find out about. And they're, and everyone's going, we assumed this stuff was happening. Like people yeah. on the fringes were like talking about it, but it wasn't until Trump came along and said, Hey man, you know, like kill all those fucking immigrants and fuck everybody else and money, money's this and that and fuck human life and fuck this and fuck that. And, and he tells you what he bullshit. does and what he's everything. going to do. Everything. He wears and, it on his sleeve and nobody believes him. That's no, the worst. Because they think does. he's ridiculous. They, they take him as a joke. Um, the other, the other thing was, I wish I would have saved it, but there was a meme going around and I saw it posted by a lot of, uh, a lot of my like pro hardcore Republican Trump supporter people in my friends list, um, were sharing a meme that was basically what you guys were just saying. Like Trump tells us what the fuck he's going to do. Like he all the time. But he, but the way they laid it out in the meme was just basically a very like, look, Trump's a fucking idiot, but all these people, none of them got that and thought it was a pro-Trump thing and were sharing it. He thought he was like just acting, I think, actually. You know, he was just a a reality TV star. We need a change. And, you know, he was gonna. He didn't think he was gonna win. Oh, no. Nobody thought he was going to win. No, he didn't even think, yeah, he didn't think he was going to win. I mean, I, I knew he was going to win the moment that Hillary threw his, threw people under the bus. The moment she came on set and called them degenerates or whatever the fuck it was. I'm like, well, deplorables. I was like, well, she lost. She stooped to to his level Yeah, and she lost it that, that second. I was like, she's losing. She's going to lose. Yeah. She did not. She did not play, she did not play that hand well. Unfortunately, I mean, maybe not unfortunately. Everything I think happened exactly the way it needed, needs to happen. Well, so. it, it happened this way because look, I mean, it exposed all this bullshit. Exactly. Oh. Yeah. If, if Hillary would have, if Hillary would have won, now maybe, you know what, maybe the pandemic would have been a little, would have been less full, the pandemic would have been handled differently but it's like a lot of the shit that got us to this point like it needed to come out right because how much longer would we have then lived in complacency and like ignoring everything yep because it would all have been swept under the rug and nobody would have seen it you know probably maybe maybe would have even like kind of glided through this pandemic but because of everything that has happened one way we can look at that is that like it, it has created a wave mm-hmm. right the wave you might say Woo-hoo. you know and it's been building and building and building and now it's like starting to crash down 
actually, you know what? During hurricanes, the water pulls out into sea. Oh, the tsunamis, yes. The water the tsunamis. Yeah. It's like the water being pulled out, and every fucking time that this shit goes down, all the shit that we've been watching with the, you know, COVID and the USPS and the election and George Floyd. I mean, I could go on, but like, it's like the water's being pulled out and water can only be pulled out for so long until that fucking tsunami comes. And that's going to be a huge fucking hit. Yes. So yes, we are in the, we're literally in the, the midst of that. And I have, I mean, and this is again, like when I look at this, there's a there's a lot of quotes and shit out there, but it's like you don't without the darkness, you can't see the light. Yeah. Like you have to have that. That contrast. You it's you have to like you have to like burn burn the 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 what is it, the druzy off the off the diamond. It's like there, I mean there, and there's all different ways that it's said, but when you're in when you're in those dark nights of the soul mm -hmm. that's when you can actually assess what has gone on and and like where where things need to go and what that change looks like well quarantine i think right <laughs> I hope you, have, that. <laughs> you have to have that that's essential yes. um yes. even even when i did um even when um i was i was doing that training with carolyn mace I mean, we, we, we looked, we looked at history. Um, I mean, she's a history buff and, and she brought that into, into the classroom. Um, and one thing she's like, you can look throughout history and you can see before any change um, is there's an uprising, there's a chaos and then there's an uprising. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. How do you reach harmony? There has to be that, there has to be that chaos. There has to be that discord mm -hmm. because that's how you, that's how you get there. You have to fight for harmony. Right. Yeah. It's a battle to get to harmony is a battle. We're literally watching this play out. Yep. It is, it is playing out in front of us and we are a part of it. We are a part of history, yes. History has its eyes on us. They do. Even when like there's a there's a Hopi Hopi Indian, there's um a prophecy. I forget what the name I, I have it, I have it somewhere. But it basically basically it, it talks a lot about it points at a lot of what's going on and it's like it ends with like we're the ones we've been looking for like we're here at this time for a reason and that that's really something to keep in mind and like how what is it that how do we how do we function within that what is it what is it that we do and that was like uh the hopis the hopi elders prophecy maybe uh we are the ones we've been waiting for is the title yeah okay. that's it that is it and lynch talked about that when i when i was out with him you know i mean it, it, it's it's 
you know, hell, I mean, even look at the Bible, my revelations and I, you know, it, yes. Is it over the fucking top? Absolutely. It's okay. You know, um, but it points at something like Nostradamus, you know, that dude was, I, I, I love Nostradamus, by the way, that was my little mm -hmm. thing when I was a kid, love Nostradamus. Um, you know, he talked about a lot of this shit in like all sorts of different ways. Yeah. But be they all can do that because it has a structure for when you have the, these, these fundamental paradigm shifts. So this isn't anything new. It's nothing. It's just that we have the ability to see it in motion. And there you have it, guys. Episode seven, our little experimental episode. And we would love your feedback as well on this since it is something new. So you can drop us a line on any of our social media platforms. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at The Three Podcasts. And you can also email us at the3podcastofficial at gmail.com. The Three Podcast website has also launched and we are starting to put more content on there, such as blogs. And also you'll find all of our resources and links for our podcast episodes on there as well. So check that out. And with that, we're going to say The Three out. Mm -hmm.